What's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crockpod Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast. And if possible, please leave us a rating and a review, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. This is episode 66, and it's the final episode of our Love Is series. Yeah, today I'm prepared to take the crazy looks, the blank stares, the side eyes, the what the heck is he talking about um, with this episode. But all I ask that you do is have an open mind, all right? That's what I always ask anytime that we're out here in these podcast streets, all right? Just have an open mind with what you're hearing. Now, before I jump into today's episode, though, let me just say this. I really, really hope um, in all sincerity that this series has blessed you um, from part one, where I talked about the craziness that is dating to marry uh, to part two, where the husbands chopped it up and just had a good um, open dialogue. And then to part three, where our wives took over and made us look like amateurs. Um, I really hope that this series has uh, has been speaking to you right now, you know. I'm never one to shy away from controversy. And so with this finale episode, I'm stepping all up in it. But my hope is that by the by the end of what I say, you'll at least be able to say, hmm, he might have a pretty legitimate point. <laughs> so on the other side of the break, I'll be right back to talk about why marriage just doesn't quite make sense. Be right back. Hey, do you ever have that feeling that you are made for more? Like that feeling that where you are is not where you're supposed to stay because you know you can do better. But for some reason, you're stuck. Well, if so, Anthony D. Sparks can help. As a certified life coach, Anthony has coached hundreds of individuals ranging from CEOs to stay-at-home parents, helping them with issues such as finding their purpose, achieving work-life balance, improving their love lives, or just simply becoming better people. If you've ever thought about coaching and been hesitant, or if you've never thought about coaching but know something in your life has to improve, then this message is for you. Go to www.anthonydsparks.com to book a free consultation to see if Anthony can help. It's time for you to live a life of purpose, on purpose. All right, y'all, welcome back to Crockpot Conversations, episode 66. And again, it's the finale of our Love Is series. And today, look, I just came to tell you um, that even as a happily married man of a little over 10 years, marriage just doesn't make sense. <laughs> so so hear me out. All right. A couple of things I want to point out real quick before I kind of start to really delve into this thing. Number one, um, as a Christian, you know, I'm a Christian. Uh, but as a Christian, we're told that, you know, marriage is honorable and it is a great thing. And it's what happens when two people leave their separate families and come together to create their own and and and, and all of that good stuff. Now, what's interesting is that while the New Testament verbiage is interpreted to say, you know, marriage as a one to one proposition, you know, one person to one person, um, the Old Testament is replete even with some of our most beloved biblical heroes 
um, referring to individuals, especially men, as having multiple spouses or partners. Now, getting back to the New Testament piece, though, even Paul, Paul, who wrote more than half of the New Testament, when when he lays out the qualifications for deacons in the church in one of his letters to Timothy, he says that one of the qualifications is that um, a man who aspires to be a deacon must be the husband of one wife. One wife. He specifies that. So why do you have to point that out? Like, did that mean that there were men in the church who had more than one wife? But in order to aspire to be a deacon, you could only have one wife because maybe having more than one wife was a little busy. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole on that one, but I just want to point that out. All right. The second thing to consider is that nearly 50 percent of all U.S. Divorce, uh, marriages end in divorce. All right, nearly 50% of all U.S. marriages end in divorce. And so, of course, we know that reasons for divorce can vary. And so I don't want to dwell on the reasons, but simply just point out the fact that almost half of couples who say I do and mean it with all their heart end up saying I don't at some point down the road. All right, so now you might be saying, okay, Anthony, what does that have to do with anything? So what? Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. And my answer to that is simply this. Maybe marriage isn't as cut and dry as we want to make it out to be. See, we think you find a person, you click, you fall in love with them, you propose, you marry them, maybe sprinkle some kids in there, um, ride off into the sunset with that person to live happily ever after. Relationship goals, right? That's what we say. Right, not, not saying that it's all perfect and, and a bit of roses. I mean, we know difficulties happen and things happen, but but for the most part, that's how we see it, right? You meet them, date them, fall in love with them, propose, marry, start a family, and that's life. But one thing that most folks gloss over is the fact that marriage is hard, even on your best day, not just your good day, but even on your best day. Marriage is hard. I've said that before. All right. And, and the reason why marriage is hard isn't because you marry the wrong one, although that can, of course, be an issue, but simply because you're human and you're flawed. And despite the best of intentions, you simply cannot be the answer to somebody else's questions 24 7, 365. Now, I get that you might understand that. I, I, I get you're probably like, yeah, OK, I know that. And so I want to pose to you another angle or another reason for why marriage is hard. And this is where I think I might get some side eyes and some blank stares and some crazy looks. All right. So hear me out. Marriage is hard, not just because we're human, but marriage is hard because at a base level, Marriage is a bit unnatural. Ooh, yeah, I said that. I went there. I know I messed up now. But like I said, give me an opportunity. Just hear me out. All right. Yeah. So marriage is a bit unnatural because I think ultimately monogamy is a bit unnatural. Think about it like this. We are wired for variety. We are wired for curiosity. We're wired for change. Right. And literally any other area of your life in which choice is possible, you can choose differently 
if and when you desire. Think about it. If, if, if you're tired of your job for whatever reason, hey, go get another one. If, if, if you want to leave that house and, and, and buy a new one, or, and all you got to do is pack up and, you know, do the necessary paperwork and go on and do what you do. Right. If that church just no longer quite um, feeds you or you got that feeling in that place like you once had. Guess what? We say you owe it to your spiritual growth to go find a new one. You and those friends no longer vibing for whatever reason. Get new ones. Um, if you're either tired of the car you're driving or it's causing you to spend more money than it's worth, go get something more reliable. Cell phone coverage not good enough or internet speed too slow in your opinion. Hey, get with another provider. Um, if maybe you got food in the refrigerator, but all of a sudden you see a commercial and you get a craving for something else, guess what? Hey, we're going there tonight. <laughs> Literally, we have choice in every other area of life. And not only do we have choice, but we're expected to exercise that choice because not doing so is seen as foolish. However, choice goes out of the window once we say I do. I hope you're following me. We encourage people to change every other situation they realistically find themselves in and yet we expect for them to be clamped down and it, to be natural when it comes to marriage yo newsflash just being married does not rewire your brain just because you're married does not change your chemistry all right i've used this analogy before but i'm gonna use it again just to further illustrate this point um if you enjoy sweets then think of your favorite dessert and if you're not a sweets person, then just pick a favorite food. Now, marriage is like me telling you that you can have your favorite dessert for the rest of your life. But all other desserts are completely off limits. So if you're a chocolate cake person, not a cake person, a chocolate cake person, yet you enjoy yellow cake or red velvet cake or ice cream or cookies or cupcakes or candy bars, you can't have those anymore. Why? Because you've chosen chocolate cake. And so everything else is off limits. Now, on the one hand, you might be like, man, great. So you mean to tell me I get an unlimited supply of chocolate cake for the rest of my life? Hmm. But let's be real. We are so conditioned for variety. And again, curiosity, that chocolate cake, it might hit for three or four days at a time. But once you realize on day five, you want some red velvet instead and you can't have it, <laughs> you're going to be real disappointed or maybe even a little upset at the fact that that chocolate cake is right there in your face when today is just the day you don't want it. I hope you see what I'm saying. Now, now here's the thing. I know you might be kind of looking like, man, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are you married and yet you're blasting the very concept of marriage as unnatural? Well, because plain and simple, unnatural doesn't mean bad <laughs> see because marriage is unnatural i've learned that it takes a special level of commitment to succeed in it and and understand what i tell you success is a very subjective term all right so so here's the thing successful marriages are the ones where the spouses do not leave love to chance but they choose to renew that love every single day and believe it or not that can be tough.
That can be tough. Because marriage is unnatural. Because variety goes out of the window. Look, I don't care how creative you try to make it. I don't care how many wigs you put on and how many role plays you perform to spice some things up. Once you've been with somebody for years, there's only so much creative spice you can add to significantly change the dynamic. And so, because variety goes out the window, marriage has to become less about what you're looking for them to do for you and more about what you're looking to do for them. Not saying that you shouldn't be fulfilled, all right? Not saying that at all. But I'm just saying that your scope has to change if you want marriage to work. So get this, an unnatural system requires unusual perspective. And all those change examples I gave a few minutes ago when it came to, you know, changing the church or the job or the car or the the Internet provider, things like that. There was one constant. The changes centered around you doing what was best for you. The changes centered around putting you first. And look, don't get me wrong, especially with those examples. There is nothing wrong with that. Putting you first. There is nothing wrong inherently with making sure that you are good. But with marriage, you got to look at that thing a little differently. And please hit me when I tell you, I'm giving you this today, not as somebody who is um, per, who has perfected it. But I'm giving this to you as somebody who has had great days as a husband when I have bent over backwards to put my wife first. And I have had some garbage days as a husband when I have done nothing but be selfish and focus only on what I want. And that's the thing. If you want marriage and if you want your marriage to thrive, you have got to be willing to be real with yourself and say, okay, I know this is not the most natural setup. All right. And so I'm not going to try to make it seem like it is. All right. But because it is unnatural, my thinking has to become unnatural. And here's something else to that point. You never fully adapt to that way of thinking. Well, let me be fair. Most people never fully adapt to that way of thinking. All right. Because because there are some out there who have completely mastered the art of denying themselves anything they want. And they can put their partners ahead of themselves with with no hesitation or reservation whatsoever. Unfortunately, I'm not one of those people. I, I, I know that I can be real with myself. I know I'm not one of those people with that thinking just comes naturally every day um, of every week of every month of every year and so because I'm not one of those people I have to commit and recommit every day to strip off my natural inclination which kind of leans toward um, for lack of a better word selfishness and put on my unnatural inclination which has to lean more toward unselfishness and as I said most days i hope i'm pretty good at that but there are other days when the me in me completely whoops me (laughs) look when you think about it it's like a pitcher in baseball like your arm is not realistically designed to throw 95 miles per hour for 20 years of your life ask any pitcher and i guarantee you that in order to, to to have done that for years at a high level they're now on some type of medication for chronic soreness or they have limited range of motion in that arm or there's some lingering pain. All right. And that's simply because pitching 
when you think about it, doesn't make sense. You can also ask a pro football player who has taken hit after hit after hit, and they'll tell you that the brain is not designed to take the type of punishment that gets handed out in the game of football. Once they hang up the cleats, the after effects linger forever. So what am I saying? What does baseball or football have to do with marriage? Well, I think it's simple. Just like that pitcher chooses to throw that ball with velocity and ferocity in spite of what it might mean later on down the line. Just like that running back or strong safety chooses to lower his helmet to get a few extra yards or to deliver a big hit. Those of us who choose to get married do just that. We choose to do so in spite of the fact that we are still wired for um, variety and change and diversity and curiosity. And the problem is that some of us choose to go into it without understanding that. Yeah, we, we go into it without understanding that in the big scheme of things, there's nothing natural about choosing to be with one person for 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life, regardless of circumstances. And, and let me say this. When I say regardless of circumstances, I'm not advocating, you know, anybody staying in a marriage where they are mistreated. No, 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 that, that That's not the point I'm making at all. There are ground. There are certain grounds in which you absolutely should get up out of Dodge quick, fast and in a hurry. So I'm not talking about that, but I'm just simply saying choosing, choosing to stay, choosing to be with one person for 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life, regardless of circumstances, you know, all things quote unquote fine is still a bit unnatural but again just because something is unnatural does not mean that something is bad baseball football i mean any sport really the, the wear and tear on your body it, it has an effect but just because it's not natural doesn't mean that playing those sports is necessarily bad and so the point of this episode is not to dissuade you from getting married or persuade you to get divorced but rather to help you either go into marriage or be all up in your marriage with your eyes wide open and understanding that the only way it works is if you realize that to be successful you got to apply some unconventional thinking to a widely accepted conventional concept that is marriage look it ain't perfect it's messy and that's simply because we aren't perfect and we're messy so, so, so what am I saying about marriage ultimately? Like, like, like what's the end game of this conversation? To be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't. And I'm, I'm okay with admitting that. I, I, I really don't know what the end game of this conversation is. Um, one thing I do know though, is that when looking at all this, when laying it all out, when thinking about how we're wired for variety and curiosity, et cetera, marriage doesn't necessarily fit that right however i'm just crazy enough to believe that the sooner we acknowledge that it doesn't make sense the sooner we'll realize that maybe the best way to succeed in it is to embrace doing some things that might not make sense and the question then is okay well what is that well every marriage is different and so only you can answer that question for you that's the episode, y'all. And that's the series. 
Look, I so hope you have enjoyed this four-part series. And more importantly, I hope you've gotten some good out of it. All right, so that said, if you still have not yet, please take a second to subscribe to the podcast. Hey, by the way, join um, our mailing list, all right, our email list. Join that. Go to my website, anthonydsparks.com, uh, and you can join it from there. You'll get updates, um, offers, exclusives, all kind of good stuff. So go and do that. Also, when it comes to the podcast, wherever you're listening to us from or whatever you're listening to us on, if you have the ability, please leave a rating and a review. And of course, share the show with your family and friends. Look, if you're inspired and want to work with me one-on-one when it comes to anything I've said today um, or anything I've said on a previous episode, or if you've just got some, some situations in your life that you need some help navigating, I would love to have you as a client and help you make some things happen. So feel free, reach out to me via any of my social media. Username is simply Anthony D. Sparks. Again, website, www.anthonydsparks.com. Or you can even shoot me a text at 415-935-0219. Last thing, if you have been blessed by the podcast, I would appreciate it if you would consider supporting us financially. No obligation whatsoever, all right? As I always say, you are not obligated to do so at all. But if you would like to contribute, um, you can go on the show notes and just click on support this podcast or the link that says contribute to the show, all right? Either one, there's no minimum or maximum amount. Just know either way, you appreciate it. Yo, thanks so much for rocking with me. I'm taking a couple weeks off, but I'll be back soon with episode 67. I'm looking forward to it and I hope you are too. I'm out.